dancing all day long <laughs> the phoenix suns finally unveiled their new jerseys we got the icon and the association edition jerseys they look fantastic mm-hmm. they're here on our set shout out to our friends over at the suns graham specifically and michael for bringing them by today mm-hmm. how y'all feeling you ready for this one the best jersey in the nba Uh-oh. is back suck it denver <laughs> suck it <laughs> Chicago, suck it, Philly. <laughs> I don't know. Whoever, who, suck it, NBA. All the burst is back. Man, we're really catching <laughs> strays out of nowhere. Like oh, I get Denver and Chicago through the seventy six. Jesus, Philly has nothing to do with us. Well, you know crazy. the whole like James Harden shenanigans. Like he still maybe has some resentment there. Maybe hundred percent. I can see that. Everyone can catch these. Animals. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns <laughs> podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Gerald. That's Espo. And we've got New Jersey's to discuss. First and foremost, are you guys a yay or a nay on these jerseys? How are you genuinely feeling about the way they look? I mean, I'm a yay. Like I actually, and we've talked about this before. Like white uniforms can be kind of bland and I actually might like the white ones more than the purple ones. Um, but I, I like them both. They're a callback to the past. They're a more modern look of the sunburst. And I think they look really clean. We, we got to see them in person, um, when our guests came earlier and they look really nice in person. Yeah. The authentics are spectacular. You know, when we saw the kind of the mock-ups of the white, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to feel, Seeing them in person, it's clean, at the right amount of purple. I love the way they did those. I love the purple, too. The little touch that Phoenix is on the shorts, mm-hmm. uh, like in the 90s, is a huge thing because people are like, well, it says Suns twice. Yeah, well, that's how it used to be, and then they kind of match that up. So I'm uh, totally excited for that. Uh, can we go back to the shot of Book sitting with his foot out, though? Uh, there, It was one of the ones here. Here. Could they not clean the bottom? I take so much shit for when my sho- bottom of my shoes are dirty oh, on this. I mean, and uh, I think that is the color. That of is the not of the, the pattern. Go look at it. It's dirt. It's dirty. Sure no, I'm not gonna hate dirt. on book, but I'm not hate on book. Basketball players uh, who would wear basketball shoes outside. Yeah, they don't. That's like a thing. You can't get your shoes dirty on the court when you're playing in multiple places. How do you places? get dirt on a court they, that gets stuck up. in your also, shoe? Also, you're really trying to compare yourself to Devin Booker in yeah. terms of how we're gonna <laughs> bag on your Phoenix shoes. Phoenix Suns legend, Espo. Put it in the book. Yeah. Like, I mean, they wow. might be a little worn, but I don't know that they're. <laughs> when did Espo get like this huge ego? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just feeling the jersey. This is what so happens much. when we have even a semi-competitive team meeting as a, as a staff. Yeah, this is. Oh my god, we started is, this today. That is true. Competition gets it gets me fired up here, and New Jersey. So we got a lot that got me uh, got me going strong today. But yeah, I love I love the look on both of them. Uh, I think it's a the right amount of uh, nod to the past with a look to the future and rebranding for a group that is likely going to do something special over one of the next two years and now you have a look that's you know all their own that they can add the meaning to so no i like them i like them do you saw i like them 
Listen, Eli in the chat said, am I the only one who does not really like the New Jersey's? They remind I, me just I, enough of the dark times. I, 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 I like the meaning behind everything. You know, I think today when, when, when we spoke to the sons, um, I, I learned a little bit more of, as to why everything, everything was intentional. Like everything was, had purpose. Uh, that made me buy into it more. So maybe uh, when you watch uh, our interview, you'll, you'll, You'll feel the same way at first when we were this morning at our all staff meeting. I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm a fan. But then a, a, after hearing everything and the reasoning, I, I was more of a fan. And then seeing him in person for the first time, I was like, OK, yeah, these pop, especially the shorts. I love the shorts. So. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the they remind me of the dark times because they, th those were significantly different jerseys. The white had no purple on it like i mean unless unless that person looks at the 90s as a dark time and then i have a, i have a decade i hope you don't ever look at if that's the dark times for you listen there's a couple of people who are so says jay said i've tried and tried but i'm still firmly in the meh section mm -hmm. i do honestly believe that you will change your mind you guys mm -hmm. i think once you see these on the players on the court in action they will start to grow on you. You will change your mind. I feel like it happened. It happens every time we get new jerseys. Mm -hmm. It's hard to really see the vision. And then you're a couple months into the season. You're act actually, these are pretty sharp. And they look yeah. good when it's all put together. Because we have no idea what the court's going to look like this year. Maybe they'll have some specialty courts. I'm excited to see all of that. I would but to see a purple court. Gerald, I'm 100% on board with what you said. I have said multiple times on this program that mm -hmm. I hate white jerseys <laughs> as a whole. Mm -hmm. This, though, I kind of think this design was made specifically for a white jersey because this is probably my favorite white jersey. Yeah, it, it looks great. And uh, I'll be honest, like if you look at the white and purple uniforms they were wearing last season, these are significant upgrades over those. Like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I know it's sometimes harder to get on board with new jersey designs and whatnot but i like the call to the past while looking more modern i like the color schemes um and like i said they they really do pop in person i think once you see bradley beal kevin durant and devin booker wearing these on the court together like the shorts mm. especially look a lot better in person than how they're looking online right now yeah and i mean let's be honest when it comes to uniforms jerseys it's fun to have an opinion right now, but 50% or more of the meaning behind that uniform is going to be in, in, injected or added on to that by what happens in said uniforms. Uh, you know, the seven seconds or less uniforms, in my opinion, are some of the worst jerseys we've ever we've ever seen. Yeah. But because it was such a great time. In Suns basketball, those are some of the best uh, best jerseys to certain fans. Mm -hmm. These, if the Suns accomplish what they've what they've built out here and set up to accomplish, will have that special place in Suns fans' hearts. And some people that are like, "Yeah, they're men now." You know, five years, ten years from now, when they look back and they remember a championship, they're going to go, "I really like those because <laughs> they remind me of what happened." You know? So. Yeah, I think I I still like. Cham in the in the chat is like, nope, don't like them, never will. I still genuinely think that a majority of people who feel like they don't love them right now, I think it'll your minds will change. And I hope they do because we're gonna have these jerseys for a little bit of time. Well, and the, the feedback the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive based on what so the sun too. said. Like there was a line of people waiting, and there's always gonna be that for new jerseys, but 
it seems like most of the reaction has been pretty positive to them. And I like the shorts, too. I saw a little bit of mixed reviews on the shorts, but I actually think they look kind of nice. The shorts are dope. Yeah. And what I was one of those that was like, I don't know about the shorts. But then you see them in person and you realize it's the, the sun streaks on the shorts. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think the photos or some of the mock-ups ever did any of them justice. When you see them in person, it's a little different. And yes... My voice is weird. I've got allergy stuff going on. So for those of you in the chat <laughs> that have mentioned it, no, I'm not trying to act like Don Cornelius. So you said that. For What's the over time? under for Nobody how many people know who that is now at this point? Uh, I think we've there's got like, some older there's listeners. Like three people here that know who that is. You knew who it was. You right? said it earlier today, and Saul and I think Craig were the hey, only mm -hmm. ones who knew it. I'm fine with I think if, if you don't know, you ain't cool, and that's fine with me. <laughs> Whatever you say, Espo. Speaking of over-under, if you guys have not signed up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app yet, what are you doing with your life? BetMGM is a heck of a lot of fun. They make watching sports even more enjoyable, and they have a ton of promotions going on throughout the entire year. Of course, right now, a lot of them are, surround, are centered around MLB because that's one of the biggest sports that is happening right now, but there will be more coming when the when basketball tips off, when football kicks off, so make sure you get in on the action on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Download it today and sign up using that promo code PHNX. We've got a few different offers for you guys depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you place your first bet offer and you'll receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. So we've established I'm feeling saucy today on, uh, on this show. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to call you to the mat. Ooh. I want to, for the remainder of this month, it's it's August 1, I want to go back to the you and I. this month it just started. Like, all 30 <laughs> days. It literally is the first We're day one day month. in. Uh, I, I want to <laughs> challenge you. We'll figure out the parameters, but I want to go back to you and I. Uh, and if you guys want in, you're welcome, but you don't have to participate. Uh, in making bets and tracking Who's in the lead? I think we need to spice up things in August a little bit. And I think you and I betting on some crazy sports, slam ball, uh, you know, preseason football, whatever it is, and uh, and going up against each other could be fun. Wow. Uh, I, first of all, I love being put on the spot. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, number two, I don't know if I'm, I'm down. I'm, I don't know if oh. I'm down right now. All right. Well, then we'll... I think I'm, I'm, I'm saving my energy for when we all do this inevitably again for the regular season. Uh I, yeah, I just, I All don't right. know. Well, we'll have some negotiations after. Or maybe I'll just kick you out and bring Shane in and maybe, maybe, do some gambling. Maybe. <laughs> Either which way, Gerald, I'll make sure I get the snacks from Circle K so that whatever we are watching unfold yes. in front of our eyes between these two, we'll be ready to go with the, the best popcorn. snacks in the business. They got popcorn. They got really good. It's like a cheddar caramel popcorn that they have at Circle K. Mm -hmm. Super bomb. If you haven't tried it, you should definitely check that out. They've got fantastic coffee. They've got a great beer selection, of course, premium gas, and my favorite, Polar Pops. You can't go wrong <laughs> with a Polar Pop. And right now, if you text 31310 or text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, 
you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32 ounce Polar Pop. So make sure you take advantage of that and make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff that Circle K has to offer. I know you know where one is located because they're so conveniently located, you can't miss them. So check out our friends over at Circle K. All right. So we have talked about it a couple times already on the show. We got to speak with someone at the Suns. They came into the PHNX studios today to give us even more insight on these jerseys. So here you go. You get to hear from Graham Wincott. Joining us now is Graham Wincott, Senior Director of Marketing for the Suns and the Mercury, here to talk about the new jerseys you guys unveiled today. Exciting times to be a Suns fan, right? Yeah, it's really exciting times. Thanks for having me. So obviously we have the Nike icon, which is the purple one, and then the association, which is the white one. Mm -hmm. What are you guys kind of thinking as far as like what went into this process, bringing obviously a little bit of a nod to the 90s Sunburst jersey? Yeah, I think uh, from our standpoint, it's trying to do right by the fans. So 2019, 2020, we put out some surveys that people really didn't know what we were asking about, but just trying to get a feel for what the fans wanted to see, you know, in our jerseys. And, you know, those uh, polls came back and the top three jerseys of all time at that point uh, were the three Sunburst jerseys from yes. the 90s. <laughs> so no surprise there. From there, we uh, tried to formulate a way to really reimagine that for this, this new era that we're coming into and, you know, do it in a way that's tasteful. Um, but also modern. There are like some rules about being able to bring back a retro jersey. Obviously, we brought back the 92-93 uh, jersey last year. Mm -hmm. um, again, popular demand by the fans <laughs> yeah. and celebrating that finals team. But, you know, the, the task was clear for us to try to do something that would really resonate with the fans that nods back to the 90s, but is something clearly separate for this new era. All right. This is like a, a national holiday for me. This is, <laughs> this is my wheelhouse. I live for this. This made my entire August already. Uh, I do have a qu in question on what you just said, though, in terms of the rules that prohibit bringing the original Sunburst back, because I've gotten a lot of questions online over over the last day or two. Well, why couldn't they just keep the purple Sunburst and bring the white back? Uh, what I know it's technical, but what is the, the kind of reasoning behind that? So, I mean, there's licensing things, but I think really the, the spirit of it from the NBA is trying to make sure that we're having uniforms that represent like the, the current era. So like mm -hmm. think about we did a classic uniform representing the 90s. You know, that's a memory time. Like we're, we're celebrating, you know, that team going to the finals. You know, if the Suns were to win the championship this year, we would these would be ones that would be getting retroed in, you know, 30 mm -hmm. years again. <laughs> so, you know, trying to have something that's new and fresh and really resonates with that era rather than just, you know, re-churning things from the past where maybe it loses that identity tied to those times and, and fans' memories. So is that why they wouldn't allow it in, to be worn in the playoffs as well? Because you wouldn't want a team to win a championship in a uh, in a classic uniform? Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. So they do limit uh, all the classic uniforms from being worn in the playoffs. Um, a couple of years ago, they wouldn't let us do City. The, the year that we wore the Valley and went all the way to the finals was the first year they allowed City in the playoffs as well. But Again, they want to see these uniforms as kind of like the new classics. So yeah. when you're looking back in 20 years, it's something specific to that era rather than, you know, a, a rehash of a, another era. You mentioned the fan survey started in 2019-20. So this process, I think a lot of fans don't realize how long it takes and how much goes into it. How exciting is it when you have a day like today, you get the reception, and this has been something you guys have been working on for years? Yeah, a lot of nerves go into it on the, on a, when you're coming up to that day. I mean, and, you know, we've had some success with, you know, jersey launches over the last few years. So feel really strongly about that, you know, the talent we have in our creative team when it comes to designing. Um, but again, you never know until it's actually out there. So, 
you know, we, we do our best to plan and prepare, get the story ready um, and have really strong creative. You know, it really helps when you see the players in it. And if the players are bought in, they like it. Usually the fans kind of tend to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of nerves going into a day like today. So, you know, when we rolled this out at 6 a.m. this morning, there was a large crew of us that were all just kind of like watching <laughs> every single comment, uh, all the feedback, what the media is thinking about it. And, you know, it was a pleasant surprise today that largely the feedback's been positive, but when you're doing it based on that, you know, fan feedback data, like we have a, a really good feeling going into it. So we saw pictures of Book in the jersey and Bradley Beal in the jersey. What was their reaction when they first got to see it? Very, very positive. I love you, that. You know, Book, uh, when he first saw it, he's like, love the sunburst. Anything with a sunburst on it, that makes me happy. And, you know, he said it's some of the, his favorites that he's seen so far in Suns history. Bradley, we got him on the day of his press conference. So literally... Okay. Right so after, he's known for a long time. Yeah, oh, so, he's uh, a good secret keeper. He is. <laughs> we had we had his jersey waiting for him as soon as he was done with that that big press conference. Mm-hmm. We walked him down the locker room with his family, and um, you know, kicked off a, a video shoot with Bradley. So we've actually been sitting on that one the longest. Um, but his first in, impression was, yeah, these are really clean, and he was just really excited to be in Phoenix. So, um, you know, being one of the first to see the uniforms on your first day, I, I gotta imagine is an exciting know, feeling. Right? So did you let him keep the jersey or were you like, no, nah, you got to leave this here just in case? I mean, now that we got to the launch stuff, we could probably, you know, send that back his way. We did give, um, you know, his whole family Beal jerseys, you know, on the day they arrived. But they were, you know, the statement jerseys um, so they could wear them around immediately. You know, right. obviously you want to rep your dad and all that. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, we'll, we'll be filling out his collection with these now. I love that. For me, the, OK, so the, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge fan of white jerseys just mm. in general. Right. OK, across the board. I think these might be my favorite white jerseys of all time. And I might like the white one more than the purple one, which I think is surprising. I'm kind of in the same boat with you, actually. Yeah. I, I feel I like the purple, too, but I feel like the white pops pretty well. I know that you, this is blasphemy for you. No, I know like, you're a purple lover. No, honestly, <laughs> it's not. I've told the story about how when I was over there, mm-hmm. the edict was orange and, and black. Like So <laughs> seeing a jersey... Uh, both of them that are highly predicated on purple being front and center mm-hmm. it is refreshing. I, I credit you guys wholly on on doing that and embracing that because that's what the fans want. Totally. I mean, we wanted to make sure that it was like authentic to the Suns brand, you know, over the course of history. So, you know, some of those like tangents and other directions were not really associated with like successful eras. So, you know, what are the things that, you know, fans really have in their heart? And it really that purple and orange. That's where the franchise, you know, came from. It's like being based off the sunset colors here in Arizona. Um, so we wanted to be authentic to that when we put these together. I, a couple or a couple of years ago, there was a, a leak, a very early draft of this kind of jersey. How many iterations do you mm-hmm. go through? Because people see that and go, "Oh, well, it's done," and they're they're making them obviously. So. <laughs> yeah. So as I mentioned, it's like a three year process on these. You know, some of the city editions, it's more like two. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're doing the full set, these are meant to be around for five plus years. Um, so you want to be really intentional. We tested out a lot of things. Some of the things that were the hardest things for us to figure out was how wide the burst should be, how big the text should be, the relationship between that and the size of the number. So we've tried every iteration that you could imagine, you know, color fills, not color fills, what the the gradient line should look like. All of that we tested. Like, trust me, there was <laughs> lots of iterations. Some of them went to print, some of them didn't. But there's a, a huge testing process with Nike. Uh, another thing that was a real challenge for us that we hadn't really experienced until bringing back the classic last year is just the way sizing on something like this works. So most uniforms, it's centered. Um, and like whether you're a triple XL or an extra small, it really doesn't matter. Well, here the sunburst is anchored kind of to the, the armhole. 
Um, so as you get larger, like the words aren't always going to be centered or like how far the verse lines go aren't necessarily centered. So, you know, working with our, our creative director, Chris Grasha, who really did a tremendous job, you know, getting this vision, you know, into a jersey and, and, and really capturing the spirit of what we were trying to do on how this would look at every possible size from like youth sizing all the way up to like triple XL. And it was, it was a crazy exercise because you just think like, oh, yeah, just put the sunburst on a jersey. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do you orient it on the jersey to where it's actually going to work at every size, both for the players and then at retail as well? You mentioned the, the intention of creating these jerseys with like a five-year span in mind. I don't know if this is internal information or not, but I know people are curious like how long these jerseys will be in the rotation. Is that something you can share with us? I mean, in an ideal world, um, what Nike and the league recommends is you don't change your association and icon edition uniforms. Uh, more than every five years. Okay. We just kept the previous iteration for six. So mm -hmm. it started with the Nike contract and, and the 2017 and went all the way through last season. So these are intended to be something that has more equity and stays around for a while. It's meant to be your core identity. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't want to have these swap too often or else, you know, you could kind of lose what, you know, people think the Suns look like. Well, and it's nice too, from like an investment standpoint as a fan, right? Like, some of the jerseys are just so dope that it doesn't matter if the team's not wearing it anymore. You're still going to rock it. Mm. But it's nice to know that if you invest in one of these jerseys, you and the team will be wearing it for a few years. So it doesn't feel like you have to constantly be changing it up to keep up. All right. Nerd alert for anybody that isn't a <laughs> uniform nerd. But to keep these where they're they're sleek, they, they don't weigh too much. Is it a sublimated uh, burst with stitching suns is that the way it works that you do it yes uh so there is like some weight restrictions and we even that happened with the classic last year as well uh, if we were to have a big stitch sunburst like you might see on like a mitchell and ness classic it's just gonna be really heavy on the players and nike has some really clear performance standards that they want to make sure that the uniforms live up to that you know some teams don't have this you know clunky thing on the front of the jersey that you know inhibits a player's movement um, so sublimation has been one of the tactics they've do, uh, used to accomplish that, especially when there's multiple cover uh, colors or something that's really large. Yeah, you bring up multiple colors. Uh, one of the things that people have asked about is the color of the basketball in the jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, why white instead of going a different color? I mean, as I mentioned, we, we tested almost every color iteration mm -hmm. you could think of and just thought it was the cleanest, most modern looking. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as we were trying to do this and not have it be as cartoony as the, the 90s, we were just looking for something that was a little sleeker, cleaner. A lot of the feedback we've seen today is, is just they look clean. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, I think that was sort of the balance and the modernization of all that is trying to bring something in that was new but somewhat familiar, uh, but that keeps that more modern aesthetic uh, instead of just being, you know, overload on the orange. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but what the aesthetic we were going for of like clean and modern, it just ended up fitting. Can you tell us a little bit about the thought process that went into the shorts? Because I know people have had questions about them, but a lot of them I don't think realize that it's, a, again, a modern twist on something that's in Sun's history as well. Yeah. So um, if you look back in the 90s, one of the really unique things about those uniforms is that the Suns had asymmetrical shorts. Like nobody had that at the time. Mm -hmm. So that was really something that stood out. And if you look at the Mercury uniforms, we also have that just kind of in the brand DNA for the company. So when we went at it, it was just like something we really wanted to bring back, you know, mm -hmm. something that's unique that makes the Suns stand out against other teams on the court. Um, so how do we do that? And again, a modern way that's a, a little bit different. So we chose to include the burst lines at the exact same angle that they are on the on the jersey. So it looks like it matches. Mm. Another element that we um, use as a nod to the 90s is the jerseys say Suns on both uh, the Icon Association. 
which is the way it was in the 90s, and we have Phoenix on the shorts. So our uniforms say Phoenix Suns on them at all times. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, took that approach of having Phoenix on the shorts and, and Suns on the jerseys. Did you do the burst lines on the shorts as a nod to the last iteration? Because that was really the first time we saw the burst lines on a shorts. One of my favorite details on that. Was that part of why you added them back <clears throat> into this as well? I think there's some of that. We look to try to capture the best elements from a previous association icon, like the font, um, and then mix it with the things that we thought that were the strongest from the 90s. Right. So like adding the drop shadow to the font was a, a, a kind of best of both worlds approach. Um, having a white number on a purple uniform instead of an orange number or gray, you know, name uh, played on the back. Like we wanted to make sure everything popped. So there were some things that we, you know, wanted to improve from the previous set and things we wanted to borrow from the 90s as well. So these are available now at the team shop, right? Yes, we've got several hundred at the team shop. Okay. Uh, all the players you're looking for are there right now. Um, there was a line outside the building this morning. Nice. Um, you can obviously get them at shop.suns.com online. But uh, if you go to the team shop right now, you don't have to wait for shipping. So um, there's some people in there right now getting their jerseys <laughs> and hopefully showing it off soon. But, uh, yeah, we made sure to have stock in these all ready to go on day one. Uh, that's part of the reason why we uh, moved the reveal back to the last possible date that the NBA would allow us is – we didn't want to roll this out in June and then say, hey, wait six weeks to buy a uniform. Yeah. Um, we wanted to you know, be able to, again, do stuff that was fan-facing, like, hey, I like mm. these. Where can I get them? <laughs> right here. So, so that was the plan. So last week, Devin Booker, Instagram stories, the what looked like the jersey, <laughs> and everything except the smallest of some. What kind of panic call was put <laughs> into Book that said, take those, take it down, please? None. No, I saw it. I was like, this is awesome. Book's driving, uh, driving some content here. He's a... Uh, very savvy marketer. Yeah, he is. Um, you notice he posted the unedited photo today. Uh, but he was just really thrilled about everything. And, you know, Devin just continues to get better at social media and, you know, driving hype. So when he posted that, I had a couple of people text it to me. And I'm like, I have no issues whatsoever. This is fabulous. Yeah, I mean, it just creates even more excitement, right? Mm, yeah. Like, I'm all about it. Um, you guys are doing giveaways, too, right? Yeah, so we, have we a could potentially running. win some of these jerseys for free. Absolutely. PayPal has <laughs> a uh, virtual Both. jersey toss going uh, down over the next 24 hours. And fans have an opportunity to win jerseys and then also get discounts at our team shop just for participating. Hey-oh. Is there a virtual uh, Gorilla Gatling gun that shoots out at you? Or how does it work? <laughs> We're working and can with Espo a... fire it yeah. because he really wants to? <laughs> we'll work with the digital dev team. We haven't quite got there yet, but uh, it could be something on our on our horizon here. They're a good group over there, yeah. so I think they can figure it out. Yeah, so. Absolutely. They've Grim, been very busy you. today. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and giving us some insight into this. Also, shout out to the creative team over at the Suns yeah. and Grasha, as you mentioned. Like... It's cool to just kind of get a little bit of the uh, behind the scenes, if you will, of what really goes into creating new uniforms for a franchise. And I think you guys knocked it out of the park. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see these on the players. Obviously, we all know when they're on players, said this a bajillion times, mm -hmm. we'll continue to say it. They look way better <laughs> than they look in any sort of a mock-up or even just on a hanger. Um, but it's going to be exciting to see them take the court for the first time in these jerseys this upcoming season. Yeah, we're really excited about it. Can we uh, can we leave this on a, a teaser question? Oh, because we do we do still have one uniform, the uh, the city that hasn't come out yet. I don't know if this is internal as well, but is there any idea of when we will get to see the the fourth and final jersey of the season? Yeah, so the NBA has set a November timeline for all city editions. So if you look at the calendar um, of the last couple of years, it's been the beginning of November timeframe. I think one exciting thing this year that's unique is the in season tournament that's rolling out this year. Mm -hmm. All of the home teams for in-season tournament games and at least the group play have to wear their city edition. So Ooh. you'll be seeing a lot of the new city edition uh, in November, and we're really excited about that design as well. 
Um, you know, as much depth and, and, and research went into this as our, our previous city edition, the originative. Um, so really tough act to follow, but we're, we're confident we've got something really cool for the fans again this November. Like and early November? <laughs> Just in time for the holidays. I mean, if you can read into the in-season tournament like, calendar, that could paint the picture pretty well. So. My, my birthday is November 30th. You guys are welcome to come back then and talk more jerseys. Uh, one last question for me. Uh, is the NBA rule where uh, the home team still gets to choose which color they wear at home uh, in play this year, so Absolutely. fans are going to see both at home this year. Absolutely, yeah. I know we obviously, you know, we want to show off the, the new threads any chance that we can. Um, this year, we have you know four uniforms instead of five, so probably a little bit more <laughs> frequent. Um, but yeah, the the home team chooses to still the the, the lay of the land. Great, awesome. awesome. Thanks again, Graham. Appreciate. Oh, thanks for having me. Salt back. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we probably do need a little bit of a like transition Some, thing yeah. there. I love like it. That. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it would have been cooler if I just like dissolved and then he just reappeared. Right? Made, like the I dream of Genie music. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Graham for coming through. Graham's great. He's the homie. Um, and then, of course, delivering some goodies for our set here. We really appreciate that. He teased me with those shorts, though. I will say I was though, like, yeah, I got a pair of shorts. Oh, what you're taking them? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. What he said, I brought some authentics too. I was like, oh, sweet. And that's what I thought too. I was like, yeah, we all scored. Oh, I mean, okay. I feel like we did score though. We did. We, we did. did. We did. We did. Um, okay, a couple things from that. Obviously, gave the information on why we can't just have the OG '90 Sunburst back forever. He's like very these, specific about that. These yeah. will potentially be the next version of the OG Sunburst or one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes beyond, obviously, the rights with Mitchell and Ness. It's what the league is also pushing for. There's a lot of factors. So when people ask about that, just direct them to that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other thing was that we'll likely have these jerseys potentially for five some odd mm-hmm. years, four, five, six years. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think, and I think you brought up a good point. You can have some confidence in purchasing this, and that it's not just going to go away. Yeah. yeah. Unlike some of the players you may purchase, but uh, you know the the jerseys themselves uh, may may wind up being here for for a long time. So I think there's a a safety in that as a fan. Yeah. I was excited about what he said about the the city edition for this mm-hmm. season. Like, I'm excited to see what that's going to look like, uh, and I love the fact that the NBA is saying that like if you're a home team, you're going to be you know you're going to be wearing that during the the mid season tournament. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, that's like, breaking news. I know mm-hmm. nobody else has that information. I'm a little so. bummed that we got to wait all the way until November though. Uh, it gives you something for some to look reason. To. I don't know why. I just assumed we would get it before the season started. We didn't last year, did we? But the original probably not. I feel but like I the just city forget ones usually that. come out later for whatever I know. reason. But I just always forget until yeah. <laughs> we're just like, hey, wait, where'd that jersey go? It's just in time um, for the holidays. Also, a lot of people are saying like we need a black jersey. The same black jersey from last year is still back this year. Correct. It so is. we do have a black jersey in the rotation. Right. So we're not losing that. Um, and I'm sure that one will be back because this will be set the second year of that one. So likely next year or the year after they'll yeah. do some sort of revamp of that. Yeah, they'll um, do away with that. They'll have a new city edition next year. These two will remain. Yeah. I hope they don't bring orange back. Whatever they do, I don't want them to bring orange yeah. back. Retire the Home Depot look. We're yeah, good. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. You know, picking up trash on the side of the highway. You know, Damn. on an hour of you know. Yeah, I'm just not. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm good. No orange jerseys, please. I mean, I'm assuming at some point we'll probably get a black variation of the these white probably. and purple ones that we have now, and I bet that's going to look really cool. Ooh, that yeah, that's off. probably going to yeah. look really good. 
I've been told I, we will like the future editions as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, I love that. Okay, two more things. One, is t-shirt book a thing now? God, I hope not. Are we? Are we? Is this? Are we leaning into this? First, I feel like we should lean into first it. First of all, okay, it's cool if if book wants to wear a shirt, let him wear a shirt, yeah. but not like a triple XL underneath a medium jersey. Like I did. That's what I I did not like. Like that shirt was wildly too big for his his uniform in that picture. That's what I. I just know he's going to go up for a shot and he's going to be sweaty and that shirt's going to stick and his, and his arm's not going to be able to extend the way he wants it to. He's going to rip that thing off in the middle of the game. Well, I would assume if he decides to wear a shirt during the game, he wouldn't just be wearing some white cotton T-shirt. It would be an athletic shirt like the ones Cam Johnson wore under his jersey. I hope so. I feel like this is more of like a fashion choice. With this particular look, if he was to wear a T-shirt during the game, there's no way he's just wearing an over a larger T-shirt. Going back to the the 90s NCAs. There's no way. I feel like he looks pretty good. I like it. I'm not mad at it. Tinfoil hat here. Okay. He's got his new Nike logo that he tattooed somewhere on one of those arms. Had to cover him up for the shoot. Uh, You know, so that's why he did it. That's that's my tinfoil hat. That or it's just a fashion choice and i really hope we don't see it on the court i don't know we'll see I think that looks hideous god i missed the season i mean i ain't even mad at it um and then the last thing and i don't want to go too deep into this but apparently people were like oh da wasn't in any of these photos that means yada 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 da is in the bahamas you guys it doesn't mean yeah. anything stop it right now <laughs> let me let me tell you how this works stop whoever's in the building around these times and preferably one of the stars gets selected. I'll take you back when they, the dark time jerseys, we'll call them that now. Hmm. When they uh, when they were doing photo shoots for that, Alex Len had just got drafted. And they were like, we need to do teaser shots. And Alex Len's the only guy that's going to be here for the next month. Mm-hmm. Go grab him, right? So we had to grab him. Uh, and he did this whole Superman kind of half pulling the jersey mm-hmm. open. Uh, and unplanned had to run around the sales floor to find a purple tie. I was, I was tasked with that, you know, to to go find that so we could have it in the photo shoot. Nothing like this is not some, Oh, you know what? Kevin Durant and Devin uh, and uh, Deandre Ayton. They're not going to wear these jerseys. They're out because they weren't here. Remember Karan Butler wore, wore a Jersey (laughs) in a fashion show and never played. Yeah. Uh, also, like, Jose, buddy, you got to stop with this nonsense, okay? I don't like the shirt under the jersey. That's not like, oh, my God, Devin Booker's the worst player in the history of the Suns, okay? We got to be able to distinguish the two. <laughs> Booker's a legend. He's the best player in Suns history. I don't know how many more ways we can say that. He's not going to do everything that we fucking love 100% of the time. Chill out, buddy. I know you love him so much. It's going to be okay. Holy crap. Hey, at Sorry. least there's no cowboy hat and horse in this. So, oh, yeah. don't even, don't even. <laughs> Come on, those well, photos were iconic. Those don't you were. Dare. That, that was horse. one of the coolest shoots ever. Stop it right now. I will have no slander. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. None. Anyway, if you guys are having a hard time dealing, might I recommend <laughs> a nice trip to the Four Peaks Brewery? It'll put a smile on your face because not only do they have the most delightful beer. They also have fantastic food and good vibes. 
And if you're, again, having a hard time dealing, those are three <laughs> things that could really cheer you right on up. So make sure you check out the, our friends over at Four Peaks. You can find them on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. But please try and like harness some of those good vibes that Four Peaks puts off and take them home with you. Espo, I'm talking to you. Also, you can take the shout horse out home with you to our want. friends over at <laughs> Illegal Pete's on. who brought us lunch yesterday. Stop. It's always the best day of the week when Illegal Pete's stops by with some food. They are your go-to spot this summer. You can kick back and enjoy an ice-cold margarita or cool off with a bucket of high noons. You get five high noons for just $22. So make sure you guys give them a follow on social at Illegal Pete's to stay updated on all their big events and deals that are going down this summer. And stay tuned to their stories on Instagram to win free tickets to concerts that you are dying to see. Illegal Pete's is here to make this summer one for the books. And it's slowly but surely starting to come to an end. So if you haven't, I know I keep saying like stay inside, like you can eat inside restaurants like Illegal Pete's. Like that counts as staying inside. So you should definitely take advantage of what little summer we have left and go check out Illegal Pete's. Okay, so since we got new jerseys mm -hmm. and it's Topical Tuesday. Yes. Let's do a social media shenanigan and do our top eight favorite jerseys slash uniforms let's of all go. time. Who let's wants go. to tip us <clears throat> off? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. okay. I don't mind. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. All right. So first, uh, I have the the Valley Edition. And so I just to, to clarify... I sent photos for all these ones. Mm. And Jose, just for you, I picked Devin Booker in the Valley jersey, just so you know. Okay, uh, because okay. I thought he looked so good in it. And I wanted to really make sure that was accentuated. Number two is the Arizona Wildcats Desert Swarm jerseys that they brought back last season and continue to wear now. So that's dope. Uh, number three. The Hawaii Rainbows retro jersey. Okay, uh, those kinda, are dope. Yeah, you can kind of barely see it in this graphic, but uh, it, they are freaking legit as hell. I love the like teal, and then that's orange on the shoulder, orange and teal. It's a rainbow on the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and on the helmet. And oh, on the helmets, yeah. I love this. This um, is super dope. Yeah, and then uh, the Astros retro, you can't go wrong with that. I literally, when I was looking these up, I looked at the Astros one and I was going to put it on my list and I was like, but that's a whole nother rabbit hole I'm going to end up going yeah. down. These are super awesome. Yeah. I love these. And then number five, the Cardinals retro powder blues. Uh, the, those are the original ones that they wore uh, way back. Uh, and then uh, the D-back Serpientes jerseys. Uh, I know somebody on this panel also had that, but in a different version. So I went the other way so that I didn't steal their stuff. Mm. But I do like the Serpientes jerseys. Uh, and then uh, the the Oregon uh, stomp, uh, stomp out can uh, cancer uniforms, uh, which is like just the perfect accentuation of pink. It's like a hot pink mm. um, on their black, dark jerseys. I think it's just awesome and then i went kind of silly on the last one uh it's the the fresno the fresno grizzlies prices right jerseys oh, wow. uh that they had for a for a game so i didn't know that those even existed I'm, that's I super I'm, fun i'm, I'm quite mad i didn't jerseys. know those existed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how Pretty fun dope. thank I you for that. educating me so you're welcome you're welcome um, yeah, I'll go next. Okay. I have a lot of basketball stuff, as you would probably expect. Mm -hmm. Got to go with the Suns' purple sunburst for the number one spot. I'm sorry, 
everybody that doesn't like the pistons with the horse, the teal ones, you're just wrong. I'm sorry to <laughs> Wait, tell you. Wait, it's Kelly Oubre's horse. They're no, the I'm best. Sorry. Stop it. <laughs> um, also, the blue Miami Vice heat jerseys are phenomenal. I mean, I had a hard time picking which color I like them in best. They're all because so good. They're really good. The pink ones are also, that was my second favorite. Um, I got to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their black and yellow is iconic. It's the only NFL jersey that has a song written about them. So take that for what you will. Uh, <laughs> we got the Coyotes Kachina jersey because those are just incredible. Um, they're some of my favorite jerseys in all of hockey. The Juventus pink star jerseys that they wore back at like a decade ago are really cool. Um, definitely my favorite soccer jersey. Looks like an energy drink. It kind of does. not. <laughs> Stop it. Do not slander the Juve, the the, Juve jerseys. These it ones does. are great. Uh, the blue pinstripe magic jerseys. Everyone in the 90s had one of these, I swear, like a Penny Hardaway blue mm-hmm. or white pinstripe one. And then, honestly, the Valley should be higher, but just for variety, I put it at the end because the Valley jersey is really, really good. That's my top eight. Okay, real quick, before we go on to the next couple top eights, um, Jake it or leave it in the chat said, do we still have the Black Valley jerseys? No. Not nope. those Valley jerseys. We have the Black jersey from last year still, but the Valley jerseys, was that was retired. just a, yeah, those things have sailed away. Yes. R.I.P. I think you should go next. Me? Sunday. Okay, yeah. I'll go next. What do I have here, Emma? All right, so my first, first choice is the Black 90 Sunburst jersey. Um, Gerald, I know you like the purple one. I just think the black one looks so good. Black one's dope. I will always pick. If it's not a super vibrant color, I'm going to go black. Yeah. Um, But all the next ones are super vibrant colors here. I've got the Suns All-Star jersey from 95. The purple ones. I just love this whole era. Because the next one in my third is the Spurs 96 All-Star jerseys. Mm -hmm. I love them. Like, I don't think you could. There's nothing wrong with them. And they should absolutely bring them all back. And then I went with you with the Miami Heat, the Vice City collection, but I did the hot pink one because mm. they just pop it's in really the cool. best way possible. And I like, I think I like the pink a little bit more than the blue, but mm. the black ones are also really nice, but I chose the pink ones. And then we've got the Raptors throwback one. So I feel like these ones are just super fun. They fit into the same like Pistons one you did and then the Vancouver Grizzlies one as well. But I think the Raptors is my favorite one. So I'm with you, Saul, on the D-back Serpientes jersey. But um, I went with the one that they offered as a replica for a giveaway in the black version with the sand color lettering. Because I just think those ones are super dope. I wish they would wear those in games. I do too. It would be (laughs) so awesome. These are so sleek. So I'm kind of like trying to will that can we get these maybe at some point in time because they're amazing. Um, then the Suns Valley jersey in seventh place and the Coyotes Kachina in eighth. Fun fact, your Raptors, the two all-star games and the Suns Sunburst, all designed by the same guy. Well, Ooh, yeah. obviously had, I like his, <laughs> yes, his and work. He he did our logo too. There you oh, go. Wow. So guy guy was on a heater in the 90s. Seriously, that's for sure. though, so. they need to bring him out of retirement. <laughs> he did the slam ball j- uniforms did and he? logos. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at my list. Uh, the purple sunburst is going to be number one. Uh, the Coyotes reverse retro purple. I love that uniform. Uh, I love the Kachina head, the desert uh, print along the bottom. I love that. Okay. Can I just, there was an orange ish version of this Jersey too, that mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people hate it. 
I actually think it looks really good. And it was all based off a green one that yeah. they had in the 90s. So. I never understood right. the hate for that one. I think it's kind of cool, too. Yeah, I like I like it. Then the Atlanta Falcons 90s uniforms, the black with the red outline, red helmet. Uh, spectacular. The Hartford Whalers hockey sweater <laughs> is an all-time great. You got the whale uh, tail on there. It's H and a W. It is spectacular. It's simple. A big fan of those. The Houston Oilers powder blues, uh, which for some reason the Tennessee Titans are wearing this year. It just <laughs> bothers me. But uh, they're that's a beautiful one. The Raptors, like Lindsey had. Uh, the Kelly Green Eagles jerseys with the Kelly Green helmet and the silver wings are one of my favorite. And then I went with the black Miami Vice Okay, uh, so clearly jersey. Miami Heat yes. oh, yeah. crushing it. And those courts. With this you know, Vice City. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nobody went with the the serial killer jersey. I don't hate it. I love it. I don't hate it at I love all. It. No. I'm not mad at it. The one where like all the mm -hmm. the letters are a little bit different. I like it. I did too. I think they knocked it out of the park with all of those style jerseys. No matter what there. one you choose, you can't go wrong. But if I was a Miami fan, I would be broke because I feel like I would have to get every single one of that in but that they're, collection. They're one of the few cities that could pull that color scheme off, have it fit the city, have mm -hmm. it be That's really fair. cool in that city. I think it would feel out of place uh, for a lot of teams. Imagine the Indiana Pacers unveil those jerseys. <laughs> Indie Vice. Yeah, the Indie <laughs> No, they should have a they should Indiana have a, Knights. They should yeah. have a, like a, a a horse manure fucking like, uh yeah. <laughs> like, okay. like brown or something like that you know? cleveland Cavs at rocking the the cleveland vice jersey didn't, like it just didn't it, um who had pink ones this year washington washington which like was those. the cherry blossom color right yeah. cool. i didn't mind it they should yeah. do but they weren't Indy. this bright they weren't as bright as the miami ones. they should do they? like nascar jerseys like the indy 500 and just slap a bunch of sponsors on hey, that's really coming that's that coming soon yeah i don't know about that one I think not yet. Cool. Not yet, Daryl. Not yet. Walking ads. Um, Emma, did you? I think you had a top eight, didn't you? Yeah, we want to know Emma's. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um. Okay. So let me pull it up real quick. Okay. So I went with Coyotes Kachina number one. Okay. okay. That one's always been my top. It's a dope jersey. Top favorite. Um, okay, the one thing about soccer jerseys, and I hate this, is, like, most of them, they don't have, like, cool names or anything. It's just, like, home and away kit. Yeah. And, then like, your alternative, and that's it. Mm. So, I went with the 2020 home edition for the U.S. Women's National Team jerseys. I think the blue's sick. Yeah. Um, and then I went number three, Portland Thorns 2020 home edition. Um, the red stripes are actually, like, thorns from a, Ooh. for, like, a rose. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's I thought cool. it was sick. Um, number four, I went Michigan State, the 2022 edition. Um, five, I went Suns Purple Sunburst. Um, six, Raptors Throwback. It's a sick-ass jersey. <laughs> Seven, LAFC, their home edition. Um, this is their new jersey. It's hot as hell. I know I know it's an ad, but I think it's great that they have the word flex, flex on it. Right? I mean, like, like if just you flex a on perfect it. ad sponsor, <laughs> yeah. that I know. would be it. I know. And then, of course, I just went D-back, Serpianthus jersey. I like the black, but I do. I think the tan is just a little bit cleaner for, like for, for baseball boys. Okay. I mean, listen, I don't hate the tan color whatsoever. Hmm. I just, again, I it's, it's either black or super vibrant color that I'm most likely going to yeah. be 
drawn to. Yeah. Um, but some really great jerseys on there, guys. I don't mm. think there was any on there that I'm like, that's an egregious pick mm-hmm. yeah. by any means. But hopefully these become iconic jerseys in Suns history and we grow to love them even more and they represent an amazing era of Suns basketball. Fingers crossed. Um, I do have an update for you guys. If you were following intently, needing to know the results of the bread draft poll, <laughs> yeah. Saul came in fourth. I came in third, and Gerald and Espo tied exactly by per, a decimal point. Even we're not just talking twenty six percent. Even down yeah. to the exact yeah. vote. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. So what we did at our all staff meeting this morning, we went out to Sky Zone, which is like a trampoline park, and it's super fun. Um, and we decided that they would have a dunk competition and you guys get to vote in this one to determine who is the actual winner of the bread draft. So take a peek and then we'll put a poll in the chat for you guys. All right, bread draft was tied between Borgay and myself. The way we're gonna settle this dunk contest like some men out here, let's go. All right, there. What do you think? Can you beat that? God, I hope so. Let's go. You guys. <laughs> wow. Dunk competition. Uh, okay, let's let's be clear. I hadn't seen these before right now. <laughs> yeah, no, you hadn't? I no. had not. I need your vote because oh what you barely God. see in that video <laughs> is I step in between the trampoline and the netting and literally fall and twist my knee. So I, I you know, I, oh. I was not coordinated is what I'm saying. Wow. So please, uh, can I have your vote? Give, give Espo your vote. He tore his meniscus for this, for this you W. Guys. And that was one try. Like we did those and luckily in one try. So Shane didn't have to waste all his uh, memories. So. That was so funny. <laughs> I'm not saying I could have done any better. It would have been no. way worse. But well, I just, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought you were going to like bounce a little bit more or something. No. Well, because I, I have been trying. But I guess we are a little older now. We're not spring chickens on trampolines. I wasn't trying to break my shit like Espo did just seconds before. That's fair. <laughs> I, I was like, all I have to do is complete a dunk and I automatically win because I didn't tear my ACL landing. <laughs> you, you were the winner for not hurting. Getting Look, hurt. I... It's a lot harder than it looks. Oh, like, totally. Like, like everybody thinks, oh, you got a trampoline. It's a lot. Of... No, if you don't time your jump right, <laughs> if you don't hit it right, like it's not as easy as it looks. And then you imagine what the gorilla and the dunk group does. And they're going at full speed, mm-hmm. running down a court, trying to hit a trampoline like those small workout trampolines from back in the day mm-hmm. and setting themselves flying. Like that shit ain't easy. I will say there. I don't know. If it's just the shape or that they're smaller or whatever, or you grow up on like a normal round trampoline, like an actual trampoline that we all like kids grow up on are way easier to bounce on than trampolines like at a dunk place like yeah. Sky Zone. Well, because you know where the like bouncing yeah. spots are. I think that <laughs> so might be what it is, but I'm like, I'll jump on these and I'm like, do I not know how to jump anymore? Right. Like what happened? Like, yeah. I know how to skip uh, still. I should know how to jump still. Well, but then I got on the trampoline in the backyard. I'm like, no, no, no I'm good. It's the trampoline's fault. I think we, I think we realized when we go to a place like that, we're getting older, but I had a lot of, I took my daughter uh, there not too long ago and had a lot of fun 
doing it. It was a great time uh, today. You know, we joke around, but we had a pretty competitive dodgeball game between the company, yeah. uh, which, you know, was was a lot of fun. Like, so I recommend going out there, having some fun, even if it's a corporate meeting you can uh you can really go at your uh, yes. co-workers it's it's nice it's <laughs> check out skyzone.com to find a location near you and you can try the big the taller hoop because we were dunking on the little one i tried the taller one you couldn't yeah. that you was I, I think gerald was you a little, have to get, i was a little hesitant about getting that high he was a little afraid of heights well, on that i'm point, not i'm sure. not i don't fuck with that uh, <laughs> i i went and i tried to bounce twice and i got up to a certain point and i was like no nah, i'm good yeah, I came back down. You have to get up there to yeah. get well, to the tall. Sean was the only one that was able to do it. The concerning part, too, is like, I mean, it happens even when you're a kid and you're super limber and flexible and like you're not old and just falling apart anymore. But trampolines, if you land just slightly wrong, you can really hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. oh, That's yeah. scary. <laughs> I get it. Made it. Us feel so old and broken. Yeah. When we were playing dodgeball, I wasn't even standing on the trampoline part. I was standing on the little barriers yeah. in between. Yeah. They had a they had a, a like a not a full size basketball court. It was kind of like a half court, but yeah. but they had two hoops. But there was a bunch of kids out there, and we were, and you're damn like, it, Listen, little I wanted to play like some some like like actual three on three out there and dunk on people, but because yeah. that was a little safer because it was like a cushion as opposed to a trampoline. Right. So you, it's not like you could have jumped from like, you know, 20 feet out to try and dunk on somebody. Right. Um, somebody still would have got hurt, but you know, let, it would have been fun. Let me just say this. Hmm. Slam ball, you have my resume tape now. I'm ready for a change in career. Let's do this. I want to get out there. I, I mean, support you 100%. In once this he's endeavor, healed up for the 24, 25 yeah, season, we will he's be ready your biggest fan club. club. I can put a hell of a we body will. on someone. You can check people in, uh, you can. in slam ball. So look out. Uh, listen, like I said, NBA season is just around the corner. Summer is about to be over. That means golf season is about to start as well. Hopefully the temperatures will start to cool off sooner rather than later. Shout out to the monsoons that have rolled through the valley. Get your gear and get ready so that once the min the minute it cools off and you can get back out there comfortably on the golf course, you are ready to go. And you can get that gear at pinsandaces.com. They have some of the best golf apparel. They are the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City. In addition to the apparel, they have a lot of cool like I don't even know what you would call them. They're not tchotchkes. They're just like things that you would utilize like a beer sleeve. Mm -hmm. Like I would have never even thought about that. But they have so many cool things that you've got um, to have in your golf bag year round to drink, keep your drinks cool and have a great time on the golf course. So check out pinsandaces.com. Use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. And the code is PHNX. Speaking of code PHNX, it also gets you a discount at Shady Rays. Shady Rays makes some of the best sunglasses that you can find at affordable prices as well. We know sunglasses are super important here in Arizona. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Okay, we did get a Woj bomb last night. It was a little one. It, it was a Woj cherry bomb. All right, yeah, you know. it was a Woj pop. Fine, we got a Woj tweet. <laughs> what are those things that you throw on the ground and they pop? Poppers. Yeah, poppers. Those are fun. Those, pop. Pop. those were a blast. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna try my best. Gerald and I looked up the pronunciation, um, so bear with me here. But Woj tweeted out that free agent center 
Udoka Azubuike. Azubuike. So close. Azubuike. That's isn't. Then now we he, we decided that he had said. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what he's. That's how he pronounces. That's how it. he yes. pronounces yes. it. Azubuike. Yes. So okay, has agreed to a two-way contract <laughs> with the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> He was the 27th overall pick to the Utah Jazz in 2022. So he's a young guy. He's 23 years old, but he is a big guy. He, he is, is 6'10", 280 pounds. He is uh, from Kansas, mm-hmm. and he was a, a solid part. I think I do believe he won a national championship with Kansas during his time. He's always been a physical player, Like I, and teams would have to scout him because he took up so much space down low in the paint. Um, so listen, this is a great flyer to take on a, on a two way contract for a guy that, listen, you need some physicality. You need somebody that's got a little bit of a crazy edge to him, uh, and he definitely can do that. Uh, but you know, at the NBA level, versatility is key. The ability to be able to shoot outside of the paint is key. He struggled with some of that. He's like most big guys do. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what, what kind of role they, they envision for him and if he can actually get some solid minutes. Yeah, I talked to one of his former coaches uh, yesterday, and his biggest concern is that he succeeds when he has a very good distributor running point, and he's not sure that the fit will give him that here in Phoenix. Another coach I've talked to that, it's a little wishy-washy about the Suns' point guard situation. That's three of them now, but uh, but that's that's kind of the the look at it. I mean, I, which makes sense for a guy that big that you know he's not out there creating his own shot off the dribble. He yeah. he needs to be fed to get buckets. Right. I mean, he has no three-point shot to speak of. No. Not really a jumper to speak of either. Um, he is a guy that is dependent on others to create his offense, and and there's nothing wrong with that when you're as efficient as this guy is, because I know it was limited touches, limited minutes last year, uh, only 36 games with the Jazz, but he shot 82% overall and 94% at the rim, which is stupid. (laughs) That's absurd. He's taken 121 shots over the last two years, and he's only missed 25 of them overall. So he's pretty automatic around the bucket. The question is whether or not you know he can carve out anything for himself because this team does have da drew eubanks uh chemetsi metu and bol bol who can mm-hmm. all log minutes at center and those are guys that are actually on the roster he's on a two-way slot so i don't mind using a flyer on a guy like this a guy that has a really big physique he's an interesting prospect he's pretty good on the boards decent rim protector um he's, he's young so why not take a flyer on a guy like this i think for their third two-way slot you know, they should use it on probably a wing because they have Saban Lee at the guard. They have another center now. Let's add a wing in there. Um, but I, I don't have a problem with this, and I'm interested to see what he's able to bring to the table. You got to think less Shaq and think more Ben Wallace if you want something out of this guy. Um, he's going to have to, honestly, the way he's going to get minutes is by being as efficient as he is at the rim and playing solid defense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the only way he's going to see the floor at all. Um, you assume the rebounding will take care of itself because of his size, and it did at Kansas, and it did a little bit um, when he was at Utah. But you've that's what that's where my mind immediately went to was somebody like Ben Wallace, who was not the most proficient uh, offensive player, but he could do a lot of little things, and defensively he was just a monster. Um, and that's what uh, Azubuke, 
Azubuike. 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 Right? I would have to do. Yeah. What I'm wondering is, how do we keep getting Mark Bartlestein clients? Like, how does that keep happening? I don't know, but I like it. I'm not mad at it at all. I'm not mad at it at all. A couple things from the chat. Dagoon said, he's an extra 300 pounds to lean on Jokic for 10 to 15 minutes. Somebody in the chat earlier, too, had said he's... Jokic's size, which we looked up because I was like, this is a big boy. How does he compare mm-hmm. to Jokic? And um, Jokic is 6'11", 285 is what they had him listed at. So Udoka is 6'10", 280. Just so they're say pretty this. close in size, but look Don't drastically him, different physiques. Him, I'm just going to say <laughs> this Jerome. now. This was not just, done as an answer to no, Nikola Jokic. I know I was, I'm not what? saying it to you. I'm just saying because I'm already seeing it in the chat. This is a two-way pickup. If he's playing 10 to 15 minutes in the playoffs, something has either gone incredibly right for Udoka or incredibly wrong for the Suns on the injury. Yes. Well, also, uh, 10 to 15 minutes against Jokic, I'll go ahead and put $100 on it right now. That is not happening. No. He's not playing 10 to 15 minutes against Jokic at all. Playoffs or regular season, that's not happening. It was just to compare the body type. I know, but people don't <laughs> really take that it. stuff but, literally. But body think, type, but not athleticism. Let's make that clear. But the strength is yeah. still there, and yes. I think Secure Mike does kind of have a good point here. Good pickup, LOL. DeAndre is going to really sink or swim practicing with a traditional big like that. No easy practices for DA. It could be nice to have somebody who matches DA's size and strength in practice to be able to give – him, somebody else to, to battle against down there. Well, and Frank Vogel has move. talked about this team. They want to be physical. They want to be scrappy as hell. That's how he's described what he wants to see from the defensive end. Um, so even though Azubuike is probably not going to see the court a ton, like, like people are saying, in practice, that's another guy that's going to be physical, that's going to be scrappy. Um, and that's only good for the Suns as they try to establish their identity moving forward. Um, you know, I, I don't know about sink or swim for DA. He's just clearly much more talented, but it never hurts to have a little bit more hard nosed physicality and, and size in practice. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, Justin Betkin in the chat says, why the comparison to Ben Wallace? Wallace is in the hall of fame. I didn't say he was going to be Ben Wallace. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking when, when you're trying to compare him to somebody, he's like, I don't know, a hundred times less a version of Ben Wallace, but the same kind of measurables if you will or the same kind of path that you would like him to take is what i'm saying um so yeah thanks guys that's it that's all we got for you today appreciate you for coming through and hanging out hopefully you guys are excited about the uh jerseys that the suns released today i know i am and this is just one step closer to the start of the 2023-24 season so we're almost through the dog days of summer who won Oh, that's right. Emma, <laughs> tell us the results of the poll. The I poll. totally forgot. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, Espo, wait, sorry. Gerald got 48%. Espo got 52 Espo, you won. Espo Suck wins. it, Brett champion and Doug champion. <laughs> Whoa. Congratulations. That was for the audio well. listeners there. I, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I bought two French baguettes that are down in my car that I was gonna pull out and celebrate with like uh thunder sticks. And I forgot them in the car. Oh, yeah. now they're, now they're ruined. Yes. They oh my goodness gracious. All right, thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Same place, same time, 3 p.m. on our YouTube channel. Until then. 
Give us a follow on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can also follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, a jersey is only as good as the man wearing it. So I'm going to look great in a slam ball jersey. Ahoy, Metro, Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never going to let go. PHNX though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always wreck the fam.